calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey, you gorgeous creatures. It's episode 68 of Please Advise. I'm Malls. I uh, need to tell you guys something. I'm super horny today, but I'm on my way to go take care of it immediately after this podcast. It is the Thanksgiving podcast, so I'm just thankful for my life and the amazing man I met last week at a party that it's just it needs to go to the smash zone tonight or I'm not going to be able to handle it. I don't even think we can have a real conversation until we get this over with because all of our conversations are tainted with this weirdness. I mean, so far, it's basically just been me like being like, so like Charlie Sheen has AIDS and then like looking down at my lap and giggling and then like being like, so you had a good day at work? Like, it's just like we're not talking about anything and we both are really enjoying each other. So I figure smash zone, get that over with. I go on a road trip with Chrissy for a week. He's like, who is this elusive woman just driving off into the desert in her Mini Cooper? It's me. And then um, and then I come back and we're, we get married. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited about tonight. And um, it's being made possible by amazing friends that please advise here are all on board for me to just get out of here as soon as possible. So we're going to head down to the standard and um, just, you know, figure stuff out from there. I'm really excited about it. Um, I hope you all are excited for me and that this isn't the biggest overshare I've ever done on the podcast. It almost definitely is, but hopefully not. So we have the best guest ever on today for me. I, I mean, I, I know a lot of you don't really understand what my thing is with Vanderpump Rules, but I know that a lot of you have started coming into my breast and nurturing this wonderful world of crazy waiting 20-somethings figuring life out on their own in a wild city with a British boss and like a ton of skanky friends. Um, you guys, today we have on... Tom and Katie. Oh, oh, oh. The Katie Maloney and the Tom Schwartz, who I think, are we going to see you guys get engaged on next week's episode? Mm. Maybe not next week, but. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Okay. And I saw your ring IRL and it's gorgeous. I'm going to say I saw it on Instagram. The picture doesn't do it justice. I was, I was like, it was beautiful, but like IRL, I would stare at that every single second of the day. Yeah, we both still do. We sometimes, like, look at it and we're like, wow. We get bedazzled by it. 
I like wouldn't do you can you wear that to work because I would just like be like like half doing my job half staring at the ring all night when I'm driving I definitely like am half staring at that and kind of paying attention to the road have you started doing the thing where you turn the ring inside out when you're walking in a scary neighborhood so the diamond's not visible no I don't I try to stay away from CD areas okay together sometimes I'll catch my mom do that with her ring and I'm like what kind of thug are you like who <laughs> taught you that uh but no that's true I mean I don't and maybe if I were to go downtown to the standard I would have to exactly you, know, you leave that shit at home in a drawer there's, there's some characters around there I'm excited that's I mean and if you're not gonna if you're not gonna do it around characters where do you do it there's the question um you guys so how is engaged life treating you Bubba, you want to take that one? <laughs> um, it's pretty much like regular life. I can only cool. imagine. Do you have a date? No. You got to get the date. Dr. Laura would say you guys aren't even engaged. What? You know, I think this ring this says I'm engaged. <laughs> Dr. Laura says a ring and a date. I mean, I'm not, I, I, and also I don't push her puritanical views on people. I'm just saying that's what she would say. Well, we have some. You know, we have some ideas of some dates, but we, we haven't chosen one. Dates. You want to get married on camera? Um, I mean, if we get another season, we could talk about it. But um, we're not we're not opposed to it. But that's just not really kind of where we're at right now. The show pays for a slice of the wedding, right? Like um, Sheena, Sheena not no. Really? <laughs> I don't even know, honestly. No, I mean our show is pretty true to form. Like we're you know we're not doing anything that we couldn't actually afford ourselves. Right. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't think they helped Sheena out maybe like as a wedding gift, maybe they like helped out a little bit, but I, I have no idea to be honest. Yeah. Well, I have to say that scene of you guys picking up trash around the fountain the day after the wedding was just, it's holy. It's transcendent. I'm not going to make any of my friends do that hungover. Uh, I know. And I know it wasn't like Sheena's fault. You know, it was kind of just a, a blip in the whole it's a the matrix it's a of it all. Party. But yeah. I know those things are big. I, my mother was a uh, caterer my entire life. And so whenever I wind up at weddings, I always just first of all, I hate talking to people. So I usually just wind up befriending the caterer and doing a lot of housework all night <laughs> in the back of the wedding. That's kind of my jam. So do you guys want to do some uh, table topics? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Our audience knows we have table topics. We normally play a game called Do You Fear That? But I feel like I have a I, I feel like I would like to get a better sense of you using these new table topics. We have a dating edition and an Americana edition. We're going to do a little bit of 50 50 just because it's Thanksgiving week and y'all are dating aren't engaged. I hope it's not like it's your first date. Okay, so we're going to go one question at a time. I'm going to pull one American question, then a dating question. Okay, one. How is American, how, sorry, how is American culture unique in the world? Unique in which way, like, are we talking about pop culture? Are we talking about everything? What is our culture? So, uh, rodeo, for example. I don't know another country that has, like, traditional southern rodeo true texas um, barbecue i don't think any like anywhere else in the world has the kind of food portions that we have like monster truck rallies mm-hmm. the uh wwe yeah that's huge. <laughs> blues music Foosball. Uh-huh. Like football i meant football's huge here is it i don't think it's big anywhere else in the world well football football no, americano no, no, no. yeah and that's <laughs> that's very true yeah. we also invented basketball yeah I did not um, know that. Cheese curds. That is wild. 
Oh, that, those are American. I mean, fair food is so American to me, right? Yeah. Fried Oreos. Yeah. I don't Ooh. think that, I don't think that's like a delicacy in Europe. I don't. We do see fry the, it. I don't see like the the Danish eating fried Oreos. Yeah, an odd appreciation for like three hundred year old history. Um, Can I just say? I'm sorry to cut you off. When you first asked that question, I didn't like it, and now towards the end of it, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like it. It, it grew on me. Burn. Yeah, These it is. Table topics are a slow burn. Yeah. They're thinkers. Yeah. Um, okay, so if your partner filled in for you at work, what would happen? Well, um, I think we saw Tom attempting to work in a restaurant uh, about fifteen minutes in. No, Bubby. He had a panic I, attack because he couldn't figure out how to, you know, deal with customers, make drinks, and ring them in, and run credit she's cards. She's leaving out many important things. You, First of all, I've worked in that business he, since I was like 16, and I hit a wall, and it was more of an existential thing. I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Sorry, I swore. But we I was swear all the time. impassioned in the moment. But no, I just, I hit the wall, and it happened, you know, it, it wasn't poor form. I probably could have left with a little more tack. I didn't, but I had a bit of a meltdown. Yes, I did quit and walk out my first night. It's true. Well, yeah, it's not like it's the most satisfying work. We're not exactly curing cancer, waiting no, tables, but no. it's not hard. So if he tried, if he had to fill in for me, it would pretty much like just fall apart. And Katie, if you had to model for a day, what would that be like? I mean, I know. I know you've done this, but I mean, Tom had to do so many poses last week. Did you see? Yeah, I mean, I I turn I into like Ricky Bobby, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, it yeah. is modeling can be hard. Like sometimes, yeah, absolutely, like, like just yeah. just relax, just like you're having fun. It's it's candid, and the whole thing. You're like, I feel like I'm being that way. Am I not? Oh my god, so, no! When I uh, did the photo shoot for my book cover, I um I like I'm making the same face in all 500 photos yeah. because I only have one smile, and eventually. The, yeah, the photographer was eventually like, well, it's the one that works, so let's just do that. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, what's the quintessential American film? Wow, that's a great question. Um, um, anything like John Hughes, I feel like. Um, 16 Candles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is super American, I feel like. I like, is, can I say Forrest Gump? I don't, that's not the quintessential, but no, 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 let's go back further. Let me think back. For some reason, Forrest Gump. Clueless. Yeah, I I accept all of those Clueless? answers. Wait, wait, mean girls. Should we go? Well, these are more pop. Let's see. We can I'm look. just thinking of classic, like iconic Let's movies everyone deeper. knows. Okay, Let's dig deeper. Okay, um, <laughs> I would say uh, something like, what about something like um, Annie Hall? Or like mm -hmm. um, Annie Hall? Yeah, that's a classic. And, Paper uh, Moon, Love Story. What's the one with Harrison Ford where they're like racing cars and shit? American Graffiti. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about um? Dazed and confused. Herbie oh. fully loaded. Casablanca. Herbie yes. fully loaded. Yeah. What was the one we just watched? Chinatown. That one was good. McGruber. Chinatown's the best. McGruber is quintessential. McGruber is not <laughs> on the list. She hates McGruber. Sorry. I love McGruber. Yeah, you guys. Like eating the microphone. I'm getting aggressive on the microphone. <sighs> What's the sexiest thing your partner does? Um, Crickets. Tries to pinch me with his toes. Can you insert a crick? <laughs> Can you insert a cricket sound effect there? Thanks, Tom. Uh, no, Thanks. no, no, that was you towards me. I think you do lots of sexy things. Um, well, um, I like the way I like the way she smirks. I know it's kind of like, she has like a cute little smirk. And then I like the way she I like when she baby talks to me, even though to others it's probably disgusting, but I enjoy it. And, um, <laughs> you guys do have your own little language that's never been addressed or explained on the show, and I love that. 
mishmash? Yeah. It's, it's polarizing, you know? Like some people are into it and other people are like, that is fucking gross. Sorry, I swear again. No, okay? we uh, swear all oh, day long really? here. Yeah, I have the filthiest mouth ever. It's probably like <laughs> largely why I made $62 off this podcast in 2014. <laughs> uh, so, 62. Yeah, that's the true number. Um, okay, so... We'll move on from that. Uh, what celebrities have you seen in person? This is a little bit of a trick question because I just want to see how deep you guys can get. Let's see. Um, the last celebrity I saw was David Spade, and he was just as charming and as funny as I thought he would be. I love David Spade. I've uh, never like, been let down by seeing a celebrity yeah. in Los Angeles. They always like just have it. You look at them. Maybe I'm projecting that onto them, but I look at them. And they have like a glow and aura. I don't know. Okay, no, well, Tom know. is far more impressional than I am impressionable. Well, like, she's I'm, a little I did, jaded. It's not being jaded. It's just I, I just don't like think of them as like having this glow or this aura. I think of them as people. I get really starstruck about the most random people that you could think of. Like people would be like, "Who is that?" I'm like, "Oh my god, they're on like they're on Instagram and they're famous." <laughs> it's weird to see, you know, like beauty bloggers and stuff. But we were in a room recently with the Foo Fighters. Yeah, Fergie. Adam Carolla and Olive Hahn. Josh Dumel. Josh Dumel. He's very like, handsome. I was and like Shane West was there. I mean, Shane I was looking West, around, being handsome. like, "What yeah, is this life right now?" That I mean, was these, kind of they have surreal. Great lives. Yeah. Do you guys do you tend to agree with? Have you when you see? I mean, not every celebrity, but I feel like I sometimes I see him and I'm just like, I get it. I didn't even have to say anything. Um, I definitely believe that there's like an it something about anyone that's famous. Um, and that's kind of undeniable. That's why they're famous. Um. You know, a lot of people come out here and are talented at things, but not a lot of people have um, it. So that's it, why, yeah. It is hard to define, but. But it, it's it's something, it, you know It, it is mean? it. It is yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, another table topic. When did you realize you were in love? When did you say it was? When she sat me down and told me that we're going to be in a relationship together. <laughs> Is that was when you decided you love me? No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, let's see. That would have been pretty boss. I did. I did ask him to be my boyfriend. I ca I called him to lunch and and said, "Would you be my boyfriend?" And he said, "I don't know if I'll be a go one, but I'll try." <laughs> <laughs> I am first of all, I'm so team. That. Like, just ask. Like, do what you want because go after what you want in all areas of life. Yeah. But Tom, um, I want you to know, when I was younger, I would let guys say things like that to me. Like, oh, I'm the worst, though. And I'd be like, that's okay. Me, too. But now, literally, if a guy says something like that to me, I'm like, cool. It's been nice meeting you. Yeah. This isn't really what I'm interested yeah. in right now. So you got in lucky. Katie was young. She yeah. didn't know well, yet. No, no, I, I wasn't I trying to be a coy. It was, a, or it was like, like a, a <laughs> shtick that he had up. Like, it wasn't really a shtick. I was, like, I was like, I am not ready to be in a relationship. Like my, I had like a fucking air mattress. I wasn't. I, I, I really wasn't either, but he was like pretending like he didn't want to be in a relationship, but then he was like, she doesn't take me back. He would say to like Tom and like Kristen at the time, I'm like, oh, when we talk to Katie, she takes me back. And I'm like, oh, no, what? his feelings are getting hurt. No, I, that's I guess not we gotta... me. That is not me at all. I'm most <laughs> no, I'm seriously the most secure you guy were, in a relationship you, you will ever hurt. meet. You were ever. Hurt. And the least jealous, too. You just got a perm on television. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Symbolic perm. Okay. So I'm not really sure I get the symbolism, but I think I do. You've been straightening it with gel, though, right? No, if it, unfortunately, <laughs> it fell out like several days later, and uh, ever since then, do I you wash it? haven't felt. No, I just, I don't think you, like they let it set it. long enough. Yeah. It well, was kind of like a loose, it was like a relaxed a loose curl. Yeah. <laughs> It was like the two day later curl. 
I like that. But, you know, I, I could tell they were going conservative with you because they were like, no one's ever come in here before and asked yeah. for a man perm. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if he knows what he's asking for. Oh, man, I like yeah. that term. Man, I know. Man, That's man. what a merm. Um, have you driven across the country? You have. You drove out here from Florida. Uh, I've driven. As a kid, I drove across the country all the time, and I've driven across myself several times. <laughs> I, I never have. I've driven like around the west side of the world over here, but... Um, just from like Utah to California, I think it was like the longest drive. It's really fun. It's like um, the, you, at least when I was by myself, I experienced every emotion on the spectrum. I cried. I it was like pure joy. Like I sobbed. I had self-doubt. I felt confident. Like every. Were you alone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds really yeah. sad. It's a man versus nature moment <laughs> for Texas you. Texas was the worst. Impressive. I had to like. I, I don't yeah. even say that I'm about to drive 20 hours to Texas and then drive it all. You know what? You know what helped me? Um, smartphone, smartphone porn. <laughs> I had, I know well, I'm, no, I'm, going I'm with not my trying former to be... intern, so <laughs> I don't usually recommend watching porn while you're driving, but I was losing my mind and I needed something to help. Sorry. I what's your, what's be... your, uh, porn pr like proclivity? What's, what about you, Katie? I don't, I don't <laughs> what's your preferred porn genre? Um, definitely like, I think all girls can say the same thing. It's like girl on girl stuff. Yeah. No one wants to see like. A random schlong that like with like a like gut, like a hairy gut mm. above it. They're it's always just, like, and it's always very like aggressive. I'm like, that's not like maybe for men, that's what it does. But like girls, you want to see them like be like pretty and gentle and like like that, you know, not not like pounding not away. Not too gentle. <laughs> like, we, well, we definitely have a one penis per fantasy rule, right? I like that. Only one penis per fantasy. What does that least, mean? Like if so you're gonna Justin watch Bieber's a threesome or something, I only want to see one other penis. And I just, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it gets. I don't know. I can uh, share. I can share something romantic <laughs> that I remembered the other day that happened to me once in a relationship. It was the beginning of a relationship, and I remember we were laying on the guy's couch and we were just like talking, and it was like really like we had a star machine going and we were just talking and he got all emotional as eyes started to water up and I was like oh my god what are you thinking about and he's like it's just like I want to choke you with my cock but you're also so funny what, what? was like and that to him was like the greatest compliment he could give me it was because he thinks I'm a good person but he also wants to do sexually deviant things to me <laughs> that's the and sweet like, spot to be yeah in. and it's just and, and I realized after that person was probably seriously addicted to some weird porn mm -hmm. yeah but um, at the time I kind of you know I giggled I didn't know what to say <laughs> yeah well how do you uh, <laughs> I've, I've met a few sadists in my life too so yeah. I can feel that Peter from Sir uh, no. Okay. Uh, I'm no, just saying. He might gentle, want to tie you up with his hair. I don't know. He's a gentle giant. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. My friend went on a Tinder date with him. Lara, you know her, who does oh, the yes. podcast. I do remember hearing that. Mm -hmm. um, love it. Um, which qualities of your astrological sign do you possess? Um, I'm a Capricorn. Me so. too. Oh, what's up? Yeah. When's your birthday? January 10th. Oh, I'm the 16th. Oh, okay. Oh we're, we're the best people. And by the way, Libras, your birthday is eight days after <laughs> Elvis's birthday. Oh, right. And it's also I share a birthday with Kate Moss. So <gasps> I'm kind of just... You're so blessed. Like a, like a <laughs> um, I, I mean, as you know, we are very like down to earth. I, I'm a control freak and I do own that. Like I, I always have to like drive. I right. always have to like know what the plan is because I have to, you know, make sure I'm deciding what the plan is. So, um... Yeah, definitely follow that. And also, um, I'm, you know, loyal, honest person. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's my thing with my Capricornness is I like, if I even see someone else not being loyal or if someone starts, like if I'm talking to someone and they start selling out their friend to me or whatever, I'm like, don't fucking sell out your friend. Don't like, I will tell someone, I'm like, be mean to me. Be nice to your friends. Like yeah. you're fucked up. Uh, what about you, Tom? Well, I'm, a, I'm a Libra. He can't make a decision October. to save his life. S- that's that's, that's a gross exaggeration. So I'm slightly, ever so slightly indecisive, ever so slightly. Uh, I'm well balanced. <laughs> I'm a diplomat. I've watched him struggle at a food court to the point, like I thought <laughs> I thought he was like, uh, he was on life tilts. <laughs> I'm like, dude, do you want a b- burger? Do you want Chinese? Like, it's not, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to get anything. I can't decide. Like, there's little things. There's no I'm bounds like, to this indecisiveness. I no, love I'm it. I'm very yeah. decisive. Watch this. Should I have a, a carrot or celery? I'm going to go with celery. You see that? You grabbed a carrot. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> also, weird choice. Celery, flavorless, not that fun. Kind <laughs> of the bummer of all vegetables. Don't read into that. Right. I oddly like it. It's like a texture thing. I enjoy it's good with hot sauce. I know. I noticed you wanted a celery at first, and I was like, damn, like that TV diet is for fucking real, no, man. Yeah, like- but, then, but then two seconds later, I was like, I don't want McDonald's. We are animals. <laughs> we have ravenous appetites. Have you guys ever had peanut butter on celery? I like it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Ants on a log, dude. Yeah. 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 Past. All right. Uh, what's the most American of cocktails? Yeah, a beer. No. Uh, Jack and Coke. I mean, Beer's not American, but I always think that about you know, um, like a the most blood, American. Blood yeah, like cool. I would say a Jack uh, and Coke sounds pretty. F- or think, whiskey soda. Whiskey soda. Yeah, I, I think like seven, a seven. Sex on the Beach or some kind of like. No, that's more daquiri or something. That's so tourist. You guys I know, like, but hate America. No, I <laughs> love America. We love America. The most American. That is hard because I mean. Man, what do you think? Yeah. I think actually you're right mm. on with Jack and Coke. Yeah, that that's that, pretty rock would, and roll. It's yeah. classic. What you can't like a, go wrong with what about like a Coke, seven right? and seven? Yeah. Oh my god, that's, I actually love I, seven and seven. Oh, what's your go to cocktail? Uh, I I don't do liquor anymore yeah. just because it gets me too twisted. Once in a while, I'll do whiskey, <laughs> but um, I also have to stay away from white wine now. I call it like devil juice it's... because I just like can drink four bottles and be yeah. like, "Well, I'm fine." Yeah. Uh, so um, sounds like Katie. I think to like a, I know I get a little tequila, Katie, with anything oh, you know her that's reputation. not cab or I can only drink cab or beer. Okay, yeah. If, if I'm not drinking for loco, I'm drinking. <laughs> hey, you won't like well, her when the, she's angry. <laughs> hey, but no, sometimes tequila, tequila Katie is like a good thing. You have to realize it's not no. always bad. Like no, sometimes I, she likes to have fun. And tequila Katie is yeah. a Capricorn, and I feel like now I fully understand yeah. Tequila Katie. Like that lap dancing, I actually was on your side. It was a little weird. On your side, it was I a was, little weird. I understood where your heart was coming from. That's all. Um, okay. Uh, what personality trait of your partner do you wish you had more of? Um, let's see here. What personality trait of your partner do you wish you had more of? Well, I wish she would. Sometimes I wish she would be able to see both sides. No, no, no. What, no. What personality? You want one of hers? <laughs> oh. No. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. But no, it's like feel free to go for the attack no, first. Time. No, what do you want Somet- from me? Sometimes she can be a little like black. No, and white. it's not about would... me. No, you oh, say wait, what, what personality child of mine that you would like more of for you. So, so a character that you possess that I would like to have more of. Yes. Um. How about? <sighs> do, 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 do. Um. Oh, shit, this is not good. I hope her. I hope you worship her privately. Is so hard. Like he doesn't. <laughs> 
actually. That um, means shit. That gives He's me a mulligan. He's the ring. Let Congratulations. I want to know, do you love her uh, steadfastness, yes. her commitment, or her hardworking I'm skills? Ki- I'm only kidding. There's a lot of things I love like about what? her. what? Um, I'm trying to think of specifics. <laughs> <sighs> I wish like, he he's, he he can make a room light up. People love him. He's like got like so much charm and charisma. I wish I was a little more. I kind of can be like a little more like mm, who's this? I get really weird yeah, and like she can shut intuitional down. about things. And yeah. sometimes I can be like a little guarded with people. I wish I was a little more like I'm easy out there, like a Sunday like morning. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he wishes that he was like me and had like better like taste in clothes and like eyewear. <laughs> she has really good. She has great ex- taste in accessories. Mm-hmm. Although I have good taste in accessories. Really great. Too. That's a very like deep personality. Wait, no, trait, and she she's I'm very loyal. Nurturing? Oh yeah, so nurturing. And she really <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm overcompensating for my lack of police. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, Katie, if you want me to find out if my date tonight has a friend, let me know. Okay. (laughs) I might start taking your application. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You guys are obviously so sweet. And uh, I just I said, and Stassi, Katie, I want to know: Are you and Stassi back on track? I know she's back in the loop with. Um. Um. He's gonna kind of like I don't want to say what it is because you gotta watch because I mean to say like give you the answer like whoa yeah why and what um it was it was a lot of stuff that happened it's very convoluted it's my favorite word when it comes to this this show but um you'll still find out any basic stalker on the street like me already knows that she was living with Kristen for half the summer I know it all I know it all babe (laughs) I'm deep in so I know Kristen has a new boyfriend I'm all over it so I'm um, praying for all of them, though. That's great. You guys, yeah. are you ready to do Please Advise? Another group of people that needs a lot of prayer? Yeah. All right, cool. Let's take these youngsters' calls. Hi, I'm 27, live in New York. Um, I was wondering, how does one maintain a diet? I'm not a binge eater. I just love snacks. And I've developed this habit over the years where I need to try every single snack that I see. And while I'm not overweight or anything, I would like to curb the snacking. So any help would be great. Thanks. Okay, dieting. I'm going to ask the people on TV first because y'all are good at that probably. God, um, I like. I mean – I always say moderation. moderation. Like don't don't like if you want the Oreo, eat the Oreo, but don't eat the whole box and maybe don't revisit the Oreos for like another week or so. Um, right. Just kind of balance it out a little bit and try to uh, substitute. Like if you like salty, well maybe like these. I know it's gross, but those seaweed chips I'm like addicted to, and because they have that saltiness, you'll kind of like curb that craving. So just choosing like better options as often as you can, but also don't deprive yourself of things yes. you want. Maybe not. And just how about don't drink? Every time I drink, I go on a eating bender. I mean, after we drink, same as smoking pot too. Pizzas, yeah. Every everything you can think of. I mean, we we we're known to get takeout three times in one day after we drink. I'm trying to least. set like a record of how many times I can post me. Oh, she's a post monster. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, last night I was like. I had an anxiety attack. So I'm going on this road trip and I thought I lost my license, but it was actually just at home. So when I got home and realized it was there, I just walked straight down the street to this Italian restaurant, ordered chicken parm. I ordered a pizza. I ordered dessert. I ordered like three glasses of wine and I like 
housed it all and went home and passed out like and it recovered all of my emotions i'll tell you my thing i hate dieting too i i've never been like oh that girl has like a sick body but i'm i'm on the smaller side in terms of what sizes people can be and the thing that has always worked for me i was a fat kid by the way so the thing that has always worked for me is i just know when you take enough bites of something that it starts to taste like, wow, not only is this good, but it's like real good. That means you're done. And then you throw it out and that's it. And so I like, I like three or four bites of everything and then throw it out because really that's all you want is the taste of it. And it's not, I don't believe in that. Like those model tricks of like chewing something just for the taste and spitting it out because a, you still get most of those calories. As soon as they hit, hit it's your mouth, you're getting those cows. Believe me, it doesn't work for shit. It's like the most backwards eating disorder ever. Um, yeah. Eat a lot. Work out. If you want to eat whatever you want, just make sure you work out a lot. Yeah. That's, I pretty much work out just so I can eat a lot. Yeah. That's the main reason I work out. And also nutrients at the beginning of the day. So when you wake up, this is my new thing. I don't, I, I can't, my brain doesn't turn on till I get coffee. I order my coffee in bed on an app and then I walk down the street and pick it up. But I've tried to last like three weeks before I go get my coffee, just chug like half a pressed juicery so that the first thing that hits my stomach is like greens and those nutrients really fill you up. Yeah. So I think that's the kind of there's like the quality of food that you eat, too, and making sure you're getting like the right amount of vitamins, nutrients, things you want, like iron, like all this stuff that helps you function at a normal level. Um, Maybe delete you know, the Domino's app from your phone. Right. But we I have the pizza tracker on our TV. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> We're watching Friends while uh, like Jorge's left with your pizza. He's on his way. I'm it's like, always the same guy, Jorge. I don't know, Pablo. He's cool. I love it. Joe. You love Friends. You've, you've mentioned Friends several times. And so is that like your fave show, girl? Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. I can it's like that makes me so happy and I can watch it any time of the day pretty much because it was on. But yeah, uh, and now it's on Netflix. But yeah, it just makes me happy. It's the best. I can't I, pick. Can you pick a favorite person on Friends? I can't. No, I mean, I, I will say that when the show came out, I was maybe like 10 and I didn't really know my dad. And so I kind of wondered if David Schwimmer was my father. Um, and so like I like kind of secretly it was like going but not not so secretly because like like friends of the family it would be I'd be like that kind of looks like my dad huh and so they'd like go back and they'd be like I think Molly thinks David Schwimmer is her father did you, did you imprint <laughs> what's the term imprint yourself probably yeah, yeah, yeah man term, it was right? dark but no <laughs> I I um I worked on a multi-cam for a really long time and I wanted to see some other multicams that I ha- really hadn't brushed up on in a long time. And Friends, I stopped watching around season seven. So um, I just binged every season, like last hiatus. And it was so good. It's so fucking laugh out loud funny. Do you know, they do so many topical jokes on that show that for the most part, they say like in a writer's room, you shouldn't be making topical jokes because ideally something you write will run in syndication. But like, even their like political jokes of that time are still funny. They're sharp. Yeah, it's, it's like just me great. and Katie like to um we like to fall asleep with it in the background. It's a good ambient like comfort. It's like a warm hug. Like if yes. I just watch a scary movie, I'll put friends on. I'm like, oh, everything's gonna be okay. Yes. Yeah. I feel that way Joey. about Vanderpump Rules. You know, oh, I just dysfunctional friends. If someone's getting bitch slapped. I can I can uh, have a delicious night's sleep. Um, okay. Uh, so. Yeah, girl, I think just 
Another thing to keep in mind, too, is like I moving around this world right now have no desire to try like a pumpkin spice Twinkie. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that I just don't eat things like that. So now they don't I'm not curious about them. And the more you fill your diet with like a really delicious, healthy dessert, you don't look at something like a like a cappuccino Oreo and say, like, I need 30 of those. So, um, yeah, just. Just start working on that. But there's no dieting is the problem word, problem word. You're not you don't need to be on a diet and it needs to be like a lifestyle, a livable lifestyle. Um, and that's how you do that. Hi, okay, my name's Edgar. I'm calling because um, there was this girl I dated back in high school and we, uh, you know, we kissed this and that. We never really had sex and. We've all maintained the same circle of friends. At this point in her life, she's been with a guy, I think she told me, eight years. And um, I have a girlfriend. It's not too serious, honestly. It's uh, We're on and off again every other day. But the problem is we all went out as a group of friends. Her boyfriend was there, and my girlfriend was there. It's just a group of us, a group of ten, hanging out. We went to go get drinks. And we end up kissing, and we're making out, doing this and that. We go back to the group knowing we can't, you know, be away that long. That's how that, the night keeps going. Here and there we go and do that. Um, personally, I enjoyed it. Um, she told me she doesn't remember anything that happened. I wasn't really honest with her. I told her we kissed once, and that's about it. Um but I just want to say, is she completely bullshitting as far as saying she blacked out and doesn't remember not one thing? Because I swear we were drinking, but she wasn't drinking that hard when we kissed. Maybe afterwards she started to drink a little more, but I really think she just uh, is honestly bored in this relationship. And it was probably just exciting because we do have an incredible attraction to each other that I, it's just unexplainable. I just want to know also if you've had a crazy attraction towards somebody that you may not even connect that well, but just that attraction is just crazy. All right. Thank you very much. By the way, I love your podcast. One of the very few I can listen to. Okay. I, first of all, I love that you love this podcast. So God bless you. Um, but hon, okay. I'm going to just try and recap what I think happened here. So you, dated a girl quote unquote dated a girl in high school which you say means you kissed and you never had sex um it has been a, a long time since you've been out of high school long enough that she's been in an eight-year relationship with a guy and you are in a serious relationship that you say it's on and off that you guys are argue a lot every other day but but you for whatever reason that's not a sign that you should break it off to you got that okay so then you say you and this high school girl and both of your significant others all go out to a bar one night and you and her, because you have a sexual attraction, keep sneaking off and making out, which I'm going to say is pretty bold, pretty bold to be doing that while the girl's in house. But anyway, um, you want to know if because the next day you're, the girl from high school said to you she didn't remember making out with you if she's bullshitting you. I don't think she's bullshitting you. I think that she knows she made a drunken mistake um, and 
she doesn't want to remember it. She does remember it, but doesn't want to. And she doesn't want to let you feel that it's more than that. Yeah, she obviously regrets it. So she doesn't want to talk about it. So she's diverting it by saying, I don't even remember. I was so wasted. So, I mean, I just, I mean, I, I think he answered his own question in the fact that, for one thing, maybe he should break off his girl, especially if he's making out with his old high school girlfriend. And maybe his old high school girlfriend be a bit of a hoe. She's got an eight-year relationship. Well, maybe they're both And she's sneaking off to make out with her high school boyfriend. Right. Perhaps. But I always say, if you're going to get to the point where you're going to, like, cheat and you're going to be questioning things, just end the relationship. I know sometimes that's the harder thing to do. It's much easier than dragging it out and hurting people along the way. People sometimes just stay together for the sake of staying together because it's just hard to break up. Right. right? Exactly. I've seen a lot of couples like that. Yeah. I'm not saying that there was necessarily like a nefarious intent on either of their sides. I, um, you know, I, I actually, if he was so lucid that, that he thinks there's even a chance that she wasn't that lucid, I'm guessing that there could have been a little bit of coaxing on his end that face it. If you're drunk, there's someone you've had a crush on since high school in front of you, like kind of being like, hey, let's make out. And you've been from the same person for eight years that you don't really know. I don't know how she feels about him. He never discussed that in here, but I think people make mistakes. All this said, I don't know anything sadder than adults going back to high school, titillating fantasy people things anytime I've seen that my high school boyfriend's mother left the family his senior year of high school to go live with her boyfriend in in California I grew up at back east so that she cleared the country cut to a year later turns out the guy is schizophrenic bipolar on and off his meds she's living in some safe house up the hill so like yes that is crazy, but I've also heard of a lot of scenarios where people had something for someone in high school and think that it's still like Susie, who they, he used to play basketball with during gym, and they're not that anymore. Yeah, they're adults. It's so. easy to romanticize those past relationships, isn't it? Yeah, of for course. me, it sounds like it would be a, it would be really hard to fall back in love with a high school flame, but. I guess it, sometimes it is easy to fall back into relationships or just people you've connected it, with in the yeah, past. Yeah, people like the, the comfort and the familiar yeah. uh, familiar sort of vibes that, that they once had with someone. But yeah. again, for sure. I it's, wouldn't recommend. It's, it's probably, you know, it's not always like a grass is greener or like, you know, uh, yeah. reminiscent of things. It's kind of, you know, deal with what's in front of you. I think if I find out that a guy from high school had been romanticizing me all these years and would think meeting me, meeting up with me in real life, like would finally like spark the thing that never was, I would feel unsafe. Like I would feel (laughs) like that's really creepy and sad because I don't even remember most of the people I go to high school with. I look through my yearbook and I'm like, who are these foreign faces? I knew Mm -hmm. these folks like, and yeah, I did since I was eight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like, so yeah, I don't know. Oh. Is it like a like the one that got away kind of situation? Yeah, that's okay, the then case, cool. That's I different. mean, he says that they've been um, in the same group of friends all this time, so maybe there is still that something. I mean, he says there's an attraction, but not a connection. Yeah. So that just means that they're like there's a physical spark, but they actually know that they're not. They don't get along. Oh my God, I just got a theory. Sorry to cut that? you off. 
he has blue balls from all those years ago because they just yeah. made out and he wanted to take it to the house. He never did. Oh. And now he feels like he has to fulfill. I get that. you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's like, like a, it's a conquest. She also sounds yeah. like she could have been a little bit of a short deal in high school and that he he wasn't able to get that because like he wasn't. Con- I mean, if he's listening to my podcast, I'm guessing there's something a little bit off about him. <laughs> so <laughs> no. I'm just I'm going to no. throw out there that like maybe he was the only guy that couldn't score with um i don't know i'm calling her Susie. uh then and he, now he like wants a piece mm-hmm. yeah, Shit, yeah but Tommy he said, broke that open. we didn't really have <laughs> sex i like that that stuck out to me i'm like what does it really have sex? i think i think he i think he was even <clears throat> kind of trying to play up how much they made out by saying that oh, okay, i guess i'm you. thinking they didn't even really thinking maybe senior week there was a drunken smooch in someone's basement for, yeah, okay, I got you. But I I go to a really weird picture every time. I don't know <laughs> if that's true. They could all have been topless doing the slip and slide in so-and-so's backyard. Parents aren't home. Who knows? I don't know. Um, I think he just needs to leave it. I mean, it happened. She's She said she was wasted, doesn't remember, doesn't want to talk about it. And I think he should just kind of move on from it. Do what makes you happy, bro. Do what makes you happy. But also, it's very I mean, difficult... It's- when men call us, sorry, and, and when girls call, I get it. It's a little less, I try to train them not to feel this way, but it's a little less common for a woman to be like assertive uh, in a relationship, especially. And so I can, I'm, when girls call us and are like, I don't know, like, if he likes me, what should I say? When a guy calls me and says that, I'm like, dude, just ask her. She's probably like waiting on you. Like, just, and then, guys, Always one and done. If you get one rejection, roll with it. I tried to dump a guy I was seeing last week and I was like, this isn't a conversation, friend. Like, because he kept being like, like, no, but no. And I was like, no, there's no but. I'm just politely telling you I can't date you. That's it. Got to do it. Why are you looking at me? I don't know. I like you. (laughs) I love you, actually. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Who's just giving me this weird look? What were you like in high school? Um, I, you know, I... Liked boys. I like we never called it dating. We was called I'm going out with him. Yeah. Like I was going out with, and I had a couple of those. But I knew I I knew it never to get serious about someone in high school because I knew when I was done I was gonna peace out and probably never see anyone again. And really I'm gonna like have like marry my high school. So yeah, I just was knew that. So I just dated like as many hot guys as I could. And just <laughs> I love had that. fun. That's almost Kristen yeah. Cavallari esque of you. Yeah, like quarterback. Good reference. Dunsky. Yeah, I was a I was a cheerleader, so I you know I had to date some football. I was also and then I had to date the the theater guys because I was in like drama and all right. that and choir. I was just gonna say I almost so can't see you being a cheerleader just because when mm. I think of you think of you as like the low-key alternative one on Vanderbump because I know you're <coughs> into music and yeah I mean I still was that way like I didn't all of a sudden change um there was like a our cheerleading squad was a little different we were like the ones like putting like Baileys and coffee in, in our like little thermoses at the football games and so jealous and there was like we we weren't like really necessarily like bubble gum and like I don't know our cheerleaders like, were quiet and introverted Really? This. Yeah. They weren't You're like, kidding. I'm not saying they were uncool. <laughs> they were just very, like, they weren't like what you think of the stereotypical cheerleader. They were very quiet, like, very yes. reserved. It's school by school for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. It was like a mix too on ours. Like, it wasn't like all the girls and all of us were best friends and hung out all the time and did each other's hair. Like, right. we had girls from all different, like, social 
clicks and all of that. Just She's kind trying of, to like, dig herself out of the cheerleader one. hole. It's not going to happen. No, I'm not, I love no, I'm just it. saying. So I like I had like a wide group of friends. I I kind of was a social butterfly. I didn't kind of Me stick too. to one group. I, I got along with everybody. I had I had my group, but I really I, I, people say that, but I really tried to be friends with everybody. I was a makeout slut, and uh, I and I was always I've always been I'm a serial monogamist too. I was long term a lot of long term relationships, but in between. I was and I was never I was never slutty, but I just loved making out with girls. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we drank a lot, we partied a lot. I didn't not, drink not... till I got to college. Really? Yeah. Total good girl. Yeah. And now I, I'm still time? making up for it. Yeah, I, but I was always like really responsible. Like I wasn't yeah. like the one getting too drunk. Like we would I like have like beers and you know yeah. have like three beers. I'm like I'm bad. Um, so <laughs> I was like I never felt like it was like excessive or like too too much or something. But it was always kind of like. You know, someone's parents went out of town yeah. and they had like a party and I would like spend the night at my friend's house and I wouldn't be like totally. driving around being an idiot. And like my mom like knew that obviously, but she knew that I was always like honest about things and I was responsible. So she didn't worry about me. I think it's me. slightly important for development, honestly. Like I, all my friends who started a little bit early, I mean, I kind of tell you, I'm so jealous of my friends that had to go to rehab at 16 and like now totally have their lives figured out, like <laughs> because they've been sober for like their whole life 12 years and like are just very like zen about shit and understand everything and i'm like should i have just blown my nose out at 14 would that have just fixed everything um oh shit all right let's go back to the oh sorry go ahead no i'm just saying that that's that's just a very like interesting perspective on it but yeah i mean you know one more yeah now i'm getting to the point where i'm like my life is like i'm like vanderpump rules we drink a lot on that show. Oh, yeah, I'm falling apart. Like I I'm drink like a lot my whole age, life. I feel like from it started like four seasons ago, and I look at myself now. I'm like, holy shit! Like I look old. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to like walk in front of the camera sober on that show, just knowing what's going to come towards That's me. That's why we drink. Yeah, like do you? So when you're on shift, is it really just everyone kind of sips the whole time? Do you um, go to work that, a little bit? Um, I'm not gonna lie. It takes at least two cocktails to get me to stir. Okay, I I was gonna say because I always am like you know watching everyone drink three bottles of wine and then someone's like I have a shift and I'm like oh my god, <laughs> um, jealous. no never like wasted. Not that was yet. like one time that happened, but yeah, I got to home. <laughs> no, because it was like still work there. You know, it's happened to um well n- not so much nowadays, but like. B- Five years ago, it happened to kind of everyone once. We go day drinking somewhere, and then be like, I gotta work. And one of the friends <laughs> is like combing your hair and being like, "Drink this water." You know, smear um, tears back in those days. Yeah, those those were the days. I'm home from a shift and like, smeared island. What, what, what happened? <laughs> what, again? Oh yeah, Stassi left our shift early because Jax came in and they got in a fight, and then Kristen ran after, and then Kristen and I got in a fight. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much every day. That alley is just a treasure trove of delicious secrets. It's right across the street from my vet where I think Hanky goes. That yeah. swan, the VCA Miller. And yeah, yeah, that's my jam. Um, yes. All right, let's go back to the calls. Hey, Malls. Um, I have called before, but I'm not super comfortable with leaving my name and details right now because I know People that I know listen to the pod, so um, this is my dilemma. So my sister's fiancé, they've been together for five years, and they're really happy. He's a great guy. I know his whole family, great people. Um, Three times in 
the past 18 months, he has drunkenly groped me while I've been asleep. Um, one time, well, two times, I was sleeping in the same bed as him and my sister. So I was like, oh, he just thinks that I'm her. And I wake up and I leave and he always apologizes. And he's like, I'm so sorry. It's very genuine. And then this past Saturday, I was at my boyfriend's house and who's also his friend. And um, he, I was sleeping with my boyfriend and my dog and we had all been drinking that night. He came in. I woke up to him like rubbing me like, and I woke up and I said, you need to stop go sleep in the living room and he apologized and left and then the next morning he apologized again my boyfriend was out walking my dog and I said that I would talk to him about it later I didn't want to really talk about it and I understood that he was drunk and whatever but now I'm thinking about it and it's like the past few times I was able to let go because I think some of my sister same body type makes sense this time it seemed really fucking weird came in it just seems very it just seems very weird and I don't know what to do I do not want to my sister but I think I don't know if I'm right in doing this but like, I just need to sit down with him and be like dude stop and then he'll stop right is that I don't know that seems like what I can do I don't know please advise I really appreciate it love you guys all right thanks well Thankfully, but not thankfully, something like this has already come up on this podcast. It was when my mom was here, actually, and she has like mom advice. So um, if you listen to the episode Drunkle, it's the call about the girl whose drunk uncle was regularly perving on her. Um, what my mom said, which I didn't necessarily agree with at the time, because the person she was talking about was a girl that was 26 approaching her drunk older uncle. I didn't think she should confront him. But with this guy, he's going to marry your sister and I would sit her, sit him down. And as my mom said, set yourself up to be taken really seriously. Don't be like, dude, no. Be like, listen, motherfucker. If you don't keep your hands to your fucking self, I will make sure your entire life is blown up. And if this is a problem that exists only between you and I, then we're fine. It's because it's never going to happen again. But if you have these urges with any other person... I would make that real clear to my sister real soon before I ever see you doing something again and go through on my promise to ruin your fucking life because that's fucked up and he needs to know. He's not technically doing anything illegal. He's just disgusting and that's not okay. And I would be, I, I, I would be wary about saying anything to your sister uh, at first because I do believe a lot of times these things can be twisted and put back on you. But uh Stand up for yourself. What are you guys saying? Oh, my God. I, like, you took the words out of my mouth. Because, yeah, I don't think it's something that you need to go to your sister and, like, rat him out and, and, get, and get put yourself in the middle of that. I think, yeah, sitting him down and not being like, dude, you need to stop, but just be like, this is not okay. And and say, yeah, and just be like, I hope to God that this is not something that you do with other people and everything like that. And then just say, you know what? Um, I'll give you an opportunity to, to, to tell my sister. Otherwise, I will. Yeah. And it's never going to happen again because like, like you're going to become family and you got to get it out of the way. And so. does your boyfriend know? I know that he was, yeah. I, you know, I mean, 
if your boyfriend doesn't know, I just think it's pretty natural to confide in your boyfriend and something like that. I mean, he was in the room when it happened. This guy has no regard for anybody. Um, and if he's drinking and doing this, I don't think this is a symptom of drinking. I think this is like a, like the drinking brings out his pre-existing symptoms of being a pervert. Yeah. Yes, well, exactly. Yeah. And, He's and, such a Jared Fogel. I, 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 I'd say it's highly <laughs> unlikely. Yeah, <laughs> it's highly unlikely that he's um that this was a contained case, or maybe it was. I don't know. It sounds like he's a bit of a creeper. And and in, in talking about what you, I think it's great advice. The advice you gave, however, much easier said than done. I can only imagine having to like sit down and do that. I would be like, "Fuck, this is so awkward." And right. I really just the like, it's a little more awkward. No, no you you got to do it. It's just it's tough. It's tough. It, it I, is really tough. Well, you know, it's. Yeah. I mean, you would want to hope that it's like just isolated to her, and that maybe he's slightly attracted to her because she looks like her sister. But that's still gross. Like, if if her actual sister's in the house, then he's got the real deal. Uh, why the need to grope other? I mean, it's a bold move. Holy shit! Yeah, it's re- uh, in her home, in her family's home, and you know, you know his whole family. Like I, uh, I, I really, and I would, I would, um, I would put my detective goggles on, and I would tell him that too, and just be like, unfortunately, like you've turned my eyes into like loving you to now I have to watch every fucking thing you do and that sucks and you ruin that between us and like just know like let him know your ear is to the ground you'll be watching you understand what's going on now and when someone knows that you have the information to use against them they get real scared and And maybe you should like cool it on the drinking if this if it like brings out this you know, creepy side of him that maybe he needs to maybe take a break from that because he realizes he's obviously like the coherent that he understands that is wrong and is apologizing. So why doesn't he figure it out for yeah. himself and, and knock it off? Yeah. I, uh, I'd find him sober, but I'd have a couple of drinks yourself and I would yeah. just go after him like a fucking pit bull because what is he going to do? Hit you? Like, what is he going to do? Like, this isn't he, this guy is going to be fucking terrified. He knows that you hold the key to ruining his relationship and his engagement and, and by proxy probably his relationship with his own family because yeah. So mm-hmm. eh. yeah. <laughs> Power position. There's some good forums like go maybe go on Reddit. I guarantee there's so many stories very similar to yours and you can read how the way they played out and people other people's suggestions. Sometimes exactly. Yeah. I would also like not hesitate on a like checking in on this with someone that like a a therapist or something about how they would do it. Maybe even just call like a therapy hotline just be like, I have this task ahead of me. These are my personal fears about doing it. Uh, What would you recommend? Because I also, I'm not a therapist. I'm a crazy ass bitch who wrote a text message to a girl last week that may kind of ruined her life, but it was only because she ruined mine first. So I'm just saying maybe not take advice from me on such matters either because I'm pretty vicious when it comes to this stuff. Don't disrespect me. Okay, so Tom Schwartz is going to read our letter this week, which, by the way, came to me personally. I very actually don't ever send me letters personally because this will never happen again. But this was one that actually caught my attention and I forwarded to Christina. So Tom is going to read in a Minnesota accent, I believe. If, if, if that's what you want. Your native tongue, please. Yes. Okay. All right. I don't want to insult the people of Minnesota. I'm a little rusty, but I mean, it's kind of like riding a bike. So without further ado. <clears throat> 
So last year for Halloween, I dressed as a bitch for a party at the zoo. And then I got wasted um, from Zoo Chardonnay and I booted and my friend took me home. Only then did we realize that kitchen bottle nipples I'd glued to my stomach had created massive blood blisters. I'm just going to go back to my regular accent because it's confusing me. Last, it was really good, though. Last, last year for Halloween, I dressed as a bitch for a party at the zoo. Then I got wasted from Zoo Chardonnay and I booted. And, I, and my friend took me home. Only then did I realize that the kitten bottle nipples I glued on my stomach had created massive blood blisters, which took the first several layers of skin off them and were now excruciatingly painful, open, weeping sores. Wow. I eventually had to see a dermatologist who made me cover my six extra teats with a prescription cream and gauze for several months. And then, oh, and, and I still have scars today. Here's my please advice. Can I keep telling a story showing guys a video of me wasted ripping nipples off my stomach on first dates? Right? Okay, thanks. Have a great night. Internet Molly friend. Malls. <laughs> if you don't always do I, that. I, was saying, I wish I had a story like that. I, my God, that is like, I've, by the way, why aren't you married yet? If yeah. I, I would assume that if I'm running around town with a video of me wasted after the zoo, <laughs> ripping nipples like glued to my own body not a smart choice maybe a spirit gum would have been fun yeah. uh yeah. but I'm wow trying, girl i'm trying to get a visual you said it best we should all be so lucky i, I want <laughs> yeah like that. i'm like this is amazing yeah. thank you for sharing that with me i feel better today because of that what yeah. was you guys okay so i'm sure you have some good ones what was your uh dra- like craziest drunken story night holy shit bubba I have a lot. Um, I well, I can't tell that one because it happened this year. It's a good one. Okay. It's juicy. Uh-huh. Sorry. When? Vegas. Oh, yeah. Not yet. Um, nothing not yet. scandalous. No, I, I assumed as much. Um, <laughs> let's see. Damn, Bubba, you go first. Um, you know, there was one time in Vegas where... Oh God, I was so drunk. And like, I kind of started like drinking on the way. I wasn't driving, but I started like drinking on the way there. Like an hour out, you know, in Prim. Yeah. You stopped at the gas station. You got the Lokes. Yeah. Oh, uh, slippery slope. And I got there and I like kind of just got separated from people and I had no idea where I was. I think we were staying at like Excalibur or something, but then I was like, I think I'm in Mandalay Bay. I had no idea where I was. And they were, it was like finding Fluffy. Everyone had to come find me. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's so It was a disaster. She called me blacked out at like three in the morning. She's like, I'm lost. I'm like, How do you get lost in Vegas? How, how, how? Do you get lost? I don't know. Yeah. Wait a minute. Did you say Finding Fluffy? Is that a Nick and Nora's? Uh, Okay. That's my favorite movie. And I cannot believe you just did that. I love you. You just redeemed yourself for the cheerleader thing. Oh, I I already loved your cheerleader side. Katie's totally in right now. Um, Tom. (laughs) cheerleader. I mean, they always take place in Pandora's bachelorette party. I got like really drunk and tried to give everyone a lap dance. Love it. And we went and saw Holly Madison peep show. And during (gasps) the show, I was trying to give, I think, Stassi a lap dance. I don't don't know. I mean, just basically embarrassment of myself. (laughs) And people take pictures. Yeah. It's immortalized forever. That's That's great. That's like every night. Just kidding. That was a bad joke. I just remembered a good one that I had recently. Um, I won't say exactly what night it was on, but um, it was a big night for all of us. And we got really, really drunk. And we all taking shots. We were celebrating. And then me and Tom, actually, it wasn't Tom. It was this, well, not the time, not the time on the show, but me and a friend, we got really drunk and 
we remembered that we had a bag of mushrooms. By the way, I don't condone the use of drugs. No, it's fine. This was just kind of a serendipitous thing. (laughs) We found the bag of mushrooms and we ate all of them between the two of us. And we we hired a driver and we went to Mulholland Drive and it was one of the coolest experiences of my life. Again, that just sounds awesome. So, I mean, and that really just goes to show even your worst drunk story nine times out of ten is just fucking awesome. So... I actually would maybe save that that video sometimes for the third date because I feel like that's that's your closer. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's like <laughs> if you think you're not sure whether or not he wants to commit. Oh, by the way, I have a video of that night I told you about. Um, all right. You're awesome and also a complete hero. And we want you to write us letters and call us all the time. Thank you so much. Hey, please advise. My name's Lisa. I'm 34. Basically, this call is on a superficial level. I have a bunch of shit to sell. Um, really nice shit. Um, designer. And I didn't know, Malls, if you've ever used tra- use Trade Z or Poshmark. Um, uh, let's, long story short, my dog has had a lot of health issues. And back in June, she had to end up having the pacemaker right before she turned three. She's doing very well with it, but I also don't need, you know, these superficial things anymore. They're very nice. They're very lovely. They're in wonderful condition. Some of them haven't even been worn. Um, and I just didn't, I just needed some advice on if you've ever used Trade Z or Poshmark, which one you like better, which one, you know, if you've ever sold. I'm more looking to sell my stuff versus buy anything. I don't need to buy anything anymore. Um, just let me know. Please advise. Love you guys. I haven't used either one of those. Have you? No, I'm I, like, I can't part with anything. I usually end up just giving it away. Right. No, I, uh, I like realized this year that all I was like closet rich, like all of my money was in my closet mm-hmm. and I probably made like two grand in over the course of a week and a half at Crossroads. Oh, so, is the worst. And it's the worst. I hate that place. Mm-hmm. I'm but, going on the record. But I just needed to get rid of it. And it, my closet is clean now. And I have extra money. Um, I actually think that you will get more money doing something like this trades or whatever. My mom is in designer resale. That's not a bad idea. Consignment can take a little bit longer if you need the money quickly. But consignment is not a bad idea. Some items, I would look at how... Um, if they uh, sell more competitively on eBay versus um, one of those sites. And I would honestly just have a variety of accounts. I would even double post some items um, and take them off the other accounts as they sell on one and just be really, if you have the time to be on top of it like that. That's really smart. Just get creative. And Mm -hmm. if it's vintage, uh, if it's anything vintage or something that can pass as vintage, which can honestly be even something from the early 2000s, Etsy is a really smart place to sell stuff too. Um, You can always go eBay. Yeah. I mean, eBay is great. I sold a bunch of shit on eBay too. I like got rid of my last apartment because I moved from like West Hollywood, one bedroom, like it was huge. My first place that was like my own adult place. And um, then I moved to Glendale to a loft. And so I just had to get rid of everything. And eBay was awesome. You were successful? It, yeah. Incredibly. I mean, it also, like, I mean, maybe Craigslist. I don't know how we feel about Craigslist that. Craigslist okay. Um, I think also ju- there's people that I know you can bring your stuff to, and they, like, are really good about selling it. They have, like, more... Consignments. Yeah. Not consignments, but, like, people online. Like, they, oh, like, have, right, like, online. Right. So, like, they can kind of, like, do it for you. I mean, I wouldn't... I think about 
selling something and then I'm like, I would forget that I was put it up and then I like, yeah, the people I, would be like trying to like, hey, can I buy that? And I would never respond because I right. forgot that I was trying to sell it. Um, I think my mom is on Tradesy because my mom has a, a designer resale store. So she I think she is on Tradesy and that's so and, and if Shauna's on it, then it's got to be hip, right? Jax uses that. Jax Tradesy. is always showing me stuff on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He sold a few things on there. Okay. So oh, and if Jax oh, and yeah. my mother endorse it. They have those other, like new apps too, like <laughs> Let It Go and all that. So, I mean, yeah, the app, the app route, like I think that's easy. I think that's most like accessible and you know, you're going to reach more people that way probably. Um, it's all about the pictures too. invest in really good. Like I just invest in a day of like a mannequin in front of a white wall with great lighting and lots of great angles and a good camera. Some iPhone shit's not going to do your stuff justice. Great tip. Uh, like, have you ever looked at pictures of houses and then gone to them? It's shocking. Yeah. Mm. You guys, we're going to do some free advice with Katie and Tom. But first, I just want to let you know that you can call us at 323-450-7408 or email us at askpleaseadvise at gmail.com. We love your letters. And you can also send us voice notes there. Katie, uh, you're on Twitter at Music Kills Katie. Music Kills Kate. Kate. And uh, is that your Instagram name as well? Yeah. And then you also have Pucker and Pout, your beauty blog, which I think is adorable. I always read it. Thank you. Yeah. It's really good. So you've been working on that for two years now, right? Yeah, it started in February two years ago, so almost. That's um, awesome. Yeah, it was. I had all these like I like tips and advice. Yeah, kind of like you do. Um, uh, for hair, makeup, skincare products, yeah, um, all that. So I just kind of created a little world where that could all live and share with. Do you do interested. video stuff? We have um, done some videos, so I'm. We'll be getting those out soon. Yeah. Trying to figure out if I'm going to put music on it, if I'm going to put words over it, but we have some ready to go. So. Girl, I want to do a video with you. I'm down. It would be really fun. Um, and you guys were also on all the standard social media as well. Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, blah, 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 yeah. iTunes. Find us, rate us. Tom, you are on. T.W. Schwa. Okay. And then uh, that's your same for Instagram. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter. Do you guys, uh, do you have any like projects that you're working on that you want I, people to know all about? I don't have anything to plug, but I'm happy and uh, I'm working and... Uh, Are people seeing you in any commercials right now? You killing it? I don't know. <laughs> I have a Modelo one going. Is that one still right. out? I'm smiling with a beer in my hand. I know. People were telling me. And then <laughs> I, and also, okay. <laughs> that's, my, you, that's all I got. No, you and Jax, I have to say, for people that are already mm. on television blend in so well in commercials and the, the exact way that an actor is supposed to Thank like you're you. not you're not watching it like oh it's like jacks or like yeah, uh, you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. you're like whoa random person i have to have it pointed out to me it's always i think that's very cool <laughs> that's high praise um so do you guys have uh free advice well but you go first i got all the advice okay <laughs> um mostly my advice just comes to like you know situational awareness kind of things yeah when you're driving the car like Please, for the love of God, use your signal. Mm-hmm. If so, I don't know what you're doing. I can't read your mind. If you're gonna come in my lane, let me know. I'll I'll let you in. Um, or when people take four hours to make a right turn, yes, it backs up, the slows down the traffic like you wouldn't believe. Or the people like in L. A. We have like you know no turn uh, no turn left during like peak Certain hours. Certain hours, yeah. Do not turn left. I know. There's that one ass who's like whatever, fuck it. I'm just gonna do it. There's not a cop around, but meanwhile, you're pissing off everyone else in the world. You know. True. And then there's also people that are just like straight noobs here and have never seen that sign because it doesn't exist where they're from. So they're like, 
I knew people who lived here for like six months without knowing like you can't park on Wilshire after like yeah. a certain time. Like it's crazy. And also driveways are not parking spaces. I don't care if the, the parking permit office is right there. I My know. driveway is not your parking space. That's so rude. It's I oh the rude just like just people just are so blatantly rude sometimes. Yes. You know, they just pull over when there's no pulling over and they're like an Uber getting out like it's just be aware of what's going on around you. People are assholes on in street parking too. Like you know those people that like t like totally take up. I've seen somehow one car managed to take up three spots before, and I'm like, well, who Dude, are it's you like, saving? It's just a BMW, right? Calm and down. no, I mean they're saving it so that they can pull up six inches when their wife gets home, and their wife has a street spot next to them, mm -hmm. as opposed to like having to drive over four blocks. It's so dick. I lived in a wicked congested area in. Uh, Koreatown for a while and it, I had to park a mile and a half away from my home once at two o'clock in the morning and I had my laptop with That's me brutal. Oh, and geez. I was just like okay so tonight's the night like I don't even know why I'm bothering to walk home I should just sleep in my car the struggle like, of not having a spot is no joke yeah it is no joke yeah but you have just people assholes like yeah like she was saying they, they it's clearly a space that's meant for two cars but oh, someone puts God. their freaking car that's just smack dab point. in the middle of it people are so inconsiderate and don't when you pull in a spot if you have a car like a I have a mini too yeah i love minis but don't i, pull all I the don't way pull forward. all the way in to get, to get people's hopes up and they, people are just so oh inconsiderate God, that is the thing is you get the hopes yeah. up with the small cars that's what and i'm saying i never want to see a goddamn motorcycle yeah. in a prime parking spot yeah. so, i'm sorry you're already an asshole running around la trying to kill yourself like <laughs> i need to like at my dispensary too there's people that straight up like chill outside their cars when we know there's like all these stoners are just trying to get their Friday on and like it's not cool that you're casually smoking a cig outside of your car. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. Anyway, these are these are my problems. Tom, do you have free advice? Um, I love people, but I hate pedestrians. I'm, I'm just piggybacking off what you guys are talking about. I can't. Pedestrians drive me crazy. Like the, the way that the ones who really are cocky about how slow they walk across the, co right. the, the crosswalk. Just Happy get your ass to the other side. I know it says it's a walk sign, but just fucking be considered. Yeah, sure. people are so just just. Well, no, I'm generalizing here, but um. Anyways, I guess my what I this is what I wrote down. Listen to podcasts. I learn <laughs> so much, especially this one. By the way, thanks, Tom. First and foremost, listen to this podcast. Second, though, there's so there's a wealth of knowledge out there. I listen to like three podcast, four podcasts hey, a day love. sometimes when I, I work out. I get asked all the time yeah. what podcasts to listen to. So why don't we give our listeners your racks? Ooh, whoa, where do I begin? I only all right, to a couple. For so I'll go first. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm listen to to no, guys, we fucked is amazing. Oh, she likes that. I oh, I've heard about that one. That's really good. <laughs> I I like um. Let's see. All right, so I like Joe Rogan. Just, just, I and mean, then I like, um, I like Jay Moore, more sports. I like Freakonomics. I like, if you like movies and stuff, um, there's this one called The Treatment with, uh -huh. with, uh, um, Elvis Mitchell. He's so good. And then, um, there's one called The Business. If you're interested in stuff about, like, you know, the business, the entertainment industry, KCRW, The Business is really good. Um, my favorite, I think, is Radio Lab. Radio Lab is so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you guys listened to Radiolab? Yeah, Christina actually got me turned on to it. The yeah. way that Christina and I really bonded, one of the many ways is that we love yeah. radio yeah. and we love podcasts. And yeah. so we are both like big listeners of Savage Love. And yeah. I really love um, all the stuff that the Gimlet Network's doing right now. They have um, 
uh, Reply All, which yeah. is a podcast every oh, week about I know, some I sort listen of to it. yeah, some yeah. sort of weird I internet obscurity uh, mystery show yeah. on that network. Is uh, with Starly Kind, who a lot of people probably know from reporting on This American Life. It's awesome. Yeah, my my um, friend Andrea Siegel is in the pilot, um, cool. and it was her mystery. Britney Spears <laughs> left a restaurant holding her second book, which did not sell well at all. Um, coming out of a restaurant in Malibu. So her mystery, her whole life was like, how the fuck did Britney Spears get my book? And so <laughs> awesome. they basically like went all the way through and tracked yeah. it down. And uh, yeah, it, it was like really interesting. You, you got me thinking of another one. Love plus radio is really good. Okay. Invisibilia. Anyways, I could go on. Chris, uh, what does the, the scared straight? Oh, um, oh, 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 I love Snap Judgments snap up there judgment, too. I yeah. love Snap Judgment. Oh, so good. good. The spooked episodes are really scary. Like, you won't like they're so scary that I we, didn't yeah, want to sleep alone after listening to them. We listened to that for like four hours yeah. driving home from Vegas. I was like, more, more. Yeah. Um, Christina but, works for Dinner Party Download. You guys, are you familiar? I don't she know. She was that just selling us that. Oh, I yeah, don't know that yeah. one. Um, um, you guys have been the absolute best. I have so much more advice to give you. Oh, okay. Keep going. Sorry. No, no, no. no I don't. Okay. Wait, I do. Okay. All right. Don't forget to go out sometimes. You know, just maybe look up at the sky. Not to sound like a hippie. <laughs> People get so consumed with their problems, and your world becomes so small. Just don't sometimes go out and like, you know, gaze up there and wonder what else is out there. Like, uh, it just, I sound like a, I sound like a hippie, don't yeah, I? You no, you're a beautiful that. human. You guys are both beautiful humans and I'm so excited for your relationship and Thank I would you. love to be the godmother of your child. I really appreciate <laughs> you asking off air earlier. So I really, I'm looking for, I think it was Done. a really smart choice. Thank Done. you for asking me. I'd be yeah. honored. Um, <laughs> you guys. Uh, just obsessed with you. Thank you so much. It's been a real dream. I'm like want to Vanderpump it all the time. And um, please send Jax to us. Okay, Jax is he's hard to get in. He's, he's hard. He's a he's always like, he's, he, like he, he's always he's got the too cool for school. Tom kind Christina of. will show her. Once you get him in here, her titties. Okay. <laughs> you know how you know we've his got some volunteer. We've got some volunteer titties in the house. Um, that's why we're all here. Um, okay. <laughs> you guys thanks so much for listening subscribe on itunes you guys five stars it means a lot it really does all right bye <laughs>